Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. I'm here with an award-winning industry celebrity, Sir Andrew Ditton. <laughs> You're too kind, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you. Every time I see you this week, either you're having lunch, I'm having lunch, or we're both running somewhere. Running somewhere, absolutely. Yeah. I've met so many lovely people here. I bet. So many lovely people, yeah. And I bet they say the same about you. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is... Okay. I bet, yeah, I bet. There's always going to be some of that. So you're prolific on YouTube, aren't you? And You've been in the industry for how long? I've been in the industry for over 20 years, and I've had my own YouTube channel for over 10 years. Yeah. So I remember going down with a Bailey Pegasus to the Alps in, oh my goodness, I think it was 2009, and vlogging it before any vlogging was even a thing. And I didn't even know I was vlogging. I was just covering my journey. And um, yeah, it was a vlog before vlogs even existed. <laughs> so it's not that I'm any good, Matt. It's just I was there first. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're loving the content. And it's getting huge amounts of views. It's really useful content for someone who's never caravaned or motorhomed. And you're a caravan, aren't you? You've got your own caravan. So I've got my own caravan, but I also go in motorhomes and even campervans. So I'm very lucky. And I've got my own tent. So on my days off, I'll go camping in the Hebrides locally. Locally, I'll go camping. Because that's where you live, isn't it? Yeah, I live in the Outer Hebrides. Yeah. So that's convenient. It's very convenient. So it just means that when I'm a fair weather camper, so only when it's nice weather will I go out in the tent. Otherwise, it's the caravan. And I'm very lucky that I get sent on trips uh, by different clients, Detlefs or Bursner, Corrado, to go on trips to take their products away, yeah. uh, make videos and photography about them. Yeah, it's basically almost like going on holiday and getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah you're living great. the dream. Living the dream, although... Sometimes remind me of that when we're getting up at five o'clock in the morning to do a photo shoot. That yeah, I, I know the feeling. I <laughs> yeah. know, or getting up at five in the morning to come here. Exactly. Yes. But um, what time does your driver pick you up? <laughs> I have a pilot. You have a pilot. No, I put on my Wellington boots to get to the car through the mud at about eight o'clock. <laughs> well, you're actually, you are living the dream here. You're in the caravan here, aren't you? I'm in the caravan. I'm at Kingsbury Water Park Camping and Caravanning Club site. And it's not muddy at all. It's, I'm on a grass pitch, but it's fine. And it's just nice to go back to the caravan at the end of the day and back to your own space. And I also, and this is actually a good point, because you know the club has just launched this outjoyment yeah um campaign before that was even a thing i've actually got two hours a day scheduled in my diary map and it's called meeting at kingsbury water park and that meeting is with the trees that meeting is actually to get away from this complex so i have two hours in the morning today it's two hours this afternoon but i'm actually going to also do the rock and roll job of my laundry but it's to get out in nature and just enjoy the walks around kingsbury water park and the lakes and the trees and uh, and the nature just for a, an hour or two otherwise if you think six days at the show and in concrete and with all the stimulation is a bit too much so i was very excited when the camping and caravanning club launched this outjoyment campaign and it actually ties in with the video that you said award-winning well yeah. tell us about it i just won an award which is the caravan writers guild John Wickersham Award for Video 2022. I entered a video that was called My Caravan, My Sanctuary. And it was a video from the heart. 
And the story behind the video is, unfortunately, my brother became very ill in December and went into hospital and it became clear that I was going to need to go down and support my family in Kent for a long period of time. Uh, I live in the Outer Hebrides, so I thought the best thing to do is to take the caravan down with me, which I did. My brother was in intensive care. Because it was COVID, there was only one named visitor. That visitor was me, and also I had to support my mother. It was a seven-hour round trip to hospital three or four times a week, and sometimes I couldn't even get in to see my brother. Uh, he was on a ventilator for six weeks. It was an incredibly stressful time. But to be able to go back to my own space... I'm sure loads of people listening to this podcast will, will, will understand whether or not they're in a campervan or a motorhome or a caravan. If, if it's your own space and I could just be, we were at Black Horse Farm Caravan and Motorhome Club site and that's a nice green site. So again, get out into nature and de-stress. I could nap, I have my own bed, I could cook my own food and just be in my own place and it sort of inspired me to make a video showing a juxtaposition between the stress of caring for a sick relative and then what a sanctuary what a well-being saver my leisure vehicle was to me so I I, and I love making videos like that I love making videos from the heart I I entered that that was a winning entry I'm, I'm just still humbled absolutely humbled grateful to the judges and, it, and as I say, it ties in so much with, as I say, what the Camping and Caravanning Club are doing now without enjoyment is how beneficial caravanning and motorhoming is to your well-being. And it's something to... I think that's what drives me, Matt. I think yeah. it drives me that not just how important it is for your well-being, but also to get out and live. You know, we've all known people who have passed away too soon and or they've been struck with an illness too soon. You know, they retire and then boom, it's too late. I, I just want to encourage people. I never encourage people to go into debt. I never encourage people to do anything they can't achieve. But it's like if you've got the money and you've got the dream, then what point is it with the money sitting in the bank? You know, use that to live your dream because tomorrow might be too late and that's really what pushes me to keep doing this yeah Yeah. carpe diem exactly yeah where can people watch the video then the video is on my youtube channel which is if they just uh put in search andrew ditton which is my name and then the video itself is called my caravan my sanctuary and you can see it there it was uploaded in january 2022 so if they go back on my videos it's that's where it is and it is very moving we're very proud of you for winning the award thank you thank you very worthy winner i have um, to say i'm the perennial runner-up yeah i'm always the the, the, (laughs) i'm always the nearly was so i mean this is the first time matt in 20 plus years of working in this industry i've actually won something is it really the first time i've been runner-up loads of times we want to try harder well i have (laughs) i have well it worked it worked so, well, now you're on a roll. I'm not allowed to enter now. So, Are you not? Uh, no, not definitely not next year. But I wouldn't anyway. That's not fair. Do you own a motorhome, caravan, campervan, or tent? Head to thatleisureshop.com for all your outdoor living essentials: outdoor furniture, leisure vehicle spares, accessories, and more. Visit us in store or shop online. Thatleisureshop.com. Quote the discount code at the checkout. Motorhome Matt for £10 off when you spend just £100. ThatLeisureShop.com Proud to bring you the Motorhome Mat Podcast. Ready for the adventure.
Can you tell us a bit about John? Yeah. Yes, I mean, I was fortunate enough to know John before he passed away. Yeah. He was one of the key people in the industry. So helpful, supportive, um, friendly. Now, when I came into this industry in, you know, 23 years ago, and I was less bald than I am now, and still actually fairly young, he wasn't one of those who was like, oh, who are you, you young whippersnapper? It was like, oh, you know, new blood, how can I help you? Exactly. You yeah. know, supportive, yeah. um, encouraging, and he just knew everything. Yeah. He just knew everything. He did. And he was very, you know, wizzywig. He was what you see is what you get. Really one of the good guys. Yeah. And I think he, don't set me off, he is still sorely missed yeah, in this definitely. industry. I remember talking to him when I came into this industry from a very corporate events background. Mm-hmm. He was very encouraging and was very enthusiastic about how I could channel my experience into this industry. And I remember being a bit overwhelmed, yes. thinking, what, why are you bothered by what I do? You know, why are you taking the time out to speak to me? I was just a very generous man, wasn't he? Very generous with his time, with yeah. his knowledge. And again, his, I think his motivator was just to, to help people live their dreams, in whatever, however that looked, you know, because he knew that to help this industry thrive, would then help people thrive yeah and he was also pretty much the innovator in this industry of using video so that's why it's the John Wickersham video award in his honor and I'm also fortunate enough to be friends with his daughter Sammy Faircloth she writes technical articles for the Caravan and Motorhome Club magazine so I'm still in touch with his family in fact Sammy was sitting next to me at the awards ceremony so she was the first to congratulate me she was you can tell I'm a bit of a sensitive person, Matt. She just looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, Dad would approve. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Well, we're all proud of you. Honestly, very deserved, very well deserved. And it's, if you've not Sorry, seen tired, the video... It's, it's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long I week. Get, I get so emotional. I'll get heckled on my next talk and that will get will set me back to zero. I'll be <laughs> Quick reset. Yeah, quick reset. Yeah. Someone will start going on about electric motorhomes to you. We're not going there. Oh, we're not going there. No. We're not going there. Where I want to go is about the industry, Andrew. We were talking earlier, weren't we, about how the focus of this industry is the people. Yeah, we've been talking to lots of exhibitors this week, and they're all saying the highlight is meeting the people and meeting the customers. But you and I both agree that sometimes we're an industry that loses sight of that a little bit, aren't we? Yes, I think sometimes maybe manufacturers, dealers, whatever, are so much focused on product that they forget people. For example, if I just take what we do, this would be pointless. Everything we're doing now, Matt, would be pointless if people weren't good enough to give us their time Mm. to listen to the podcast. My videos would be pointless if people didn't give me their time to watch the video. And I never lose sight of that. No. Never. And that's why even when sometimes it's not convenient, I'm tired, whatever, I never lose the fact that, you know, I depend on you. Even if you're screaming at me, you know, abuse at the, in the, in the uh, live theatre there, I need you, you know, I need you more than you need me. And that's, I sometimes think the industry maybe focuses too much on the products because for the person buying that motorhome or the caravan, that is their dream. Yeah. And it's not just a product, it's a dream and you can't put a price on that. And that's got to be part of a robust package where you protect that dream and sometimes and I find that even some of the higher tier manufacturers lose sight of the fact that 
this person's just invested their life savings into this. It's got to be absolutely correct. And it's no good saying, oh, just bring it in and we'll have another look at it, especially if someone's full-timing. They've got to empty it. I was full-timing for eight years and, you know, oh, just bring it in. If you're full-timing or you're on a long-term tour or you use your most home a lot, there's no such thing as just bring it in. It's a three-day job. It could be a hundreds of miles trip and you're interrupting your holidays. No, it's got to be right. It's got to be right from day one. And I appreciate also that, and again, this is maybe this is our job, that a motorhome is such a complex piece of kit with so many components. And it's subjected to being on the road, banging up and down. And I think it's natural that some things are going to wear loose and some of things course, might yeah. fail. Um, and again, it's how that is dealt with again you've got to set correct expectations um, and normally when you explain to people like with say the weight on fiat chassis you explain to people what's going on and it's not just this industry i think when we first had the delays on motorhomes people thought it was just this industry and then it became a, a global problem no the global supply chain issues so it's just communicating those things and people think oh actually it's not that bad after all it's not just us it's everybody no. none of us suppliers, dealers, manufacturers should ever, ever lose sight of the fact that we are dealing with people's dreams and that is more important than anything else. But don't you think though that the industry is under a huge amount of pressure at the moment as well and there are dealers in the supply chain, that's what they are and they are desperate to do the right thing by the customer but sometimes they just can't because their supply chain or the supplier to them the manufacturer is is just not got the same passion for the customer that they might have that's a very good point matt my own experience i ordered a new caravan this year and yeah it threw kimberley caravans and it got delayed and delayed and delayed and the way they got around that if you like was number one they loaned me or is on a buyback basis um, a used model so it was the fact they saw me they saw that for me a caravan is essential to my well-being and my life and my business whatever so they said to me well Andrew you know your caravan will be late so what can we do well, how can we help you and I said well could I use a, a used caravan so I did that and then every month I got a phone call from Kimberley Caravans to say, Andrew, so sorry, your caravan's been delayed again. We now think it's going to be delivered then. OK, no problem. I can now plan my life around this new date. And I knew that every month I would get a phone call from Kimberley Caravans to say, this is the update. This is the update. We think this, you know, they were just upfront and honest. And I think honesty, communication, tr seeing the customer, understanding what the customer needs and you, only can do, you can only do that by communicating with the customer that's their job as dealers and I think I'm so happy I went to Kimberley because they their customer service is exceptional yes. they are getting let down and I feel a lot of compassion for the dealers right now because they are desperate to achieve, help people achieve their dreams and they don't have the means to do that in the meantime is just to communicate with the customers arrange, see what you can do you know and help them that way I could have been in a case of oh it's all right you know I'm not really in any rush you know don't bother you know I'm not worried or I could have been no 
everything depends on this. What can we do to get round it? But listening to you share that story, and thank you for sharing that, Kimberley Caravans are one of the good guys, undoubtedly. But you are Andrew Ditton. Surely, did they not have an agenda because of your profile? They might have done, but trust me, Matt, it has gone against me in the past. Because also, and this is the flip side, I'm a professional and I'm not into clickbait, I'm not into sensationalism. I've been through some situations that I have remained, you know, I'm not going to bring people down. No. Because it looks bad on me. Of course. So if I was to go out and slate poor service or a poor dealer or a poor whatever, that would pretty much be the end of me. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. And people know I'm not going to do that. But it has gone against me in the past where I have had appalling service. But the people involved know that if I was to actually say exactly what had happened, not only is it just petty, but... It looks really bad on me. I just look like a ninny, ninny, you know, whinging, <laughs> whinging ninny. So, um, believe it or not, it, when you look at it holistically, yeah, I've had my professionalism and good nature taken advantage of, and I've actually been treated a lot worse than some people really? because of what I do. And that baggage you have to carry, don't you? Because that you have a responsibility to what you're representing as well, don't you? Yes, exactly. So, again, what I'm putting out as a in a professional broadcast and don't get me wrong it's honest it's absolutely honest and people know what I put out is honest but if I've been treated terribly by someone you know or something's gone drastically terribly wrong with communication or whatever that's not that's not affecting the people that I'm talking to you know that's just a a personal problem so I don't take my people know I don't take my personal problems out if it's something that I feel is important for people to know you know, is, is, a, is a wide scale thing, then yes, obviously I'm going to talk about that. What I'm talking about was unique to my situation and nobody else in the industry. And that's where I was taken advantage of. And yeah. I felt, yeah, that was a bit. What would your advice be to someone listening who maybe has found themselves in your situation where their caravan or motorhome is being delayed? And, you know, that's a lot of people at the moment. Um, what would your advice to them be in terms of what they can do about it? I think the main thing is keep the communication open with your dealer Mm. and ask them what is going on, you know, please be honest with me. If you've got something to trade in, obviously make sure you can keep that trade in until until you get your new thing. If you're waiting for your first vehicle, maybe do what I did, approach them and say, look, is there a chance we could just use something on a buyback basis until my new one arrives, borrow something. I think the other main thing is... A lot of people buy a new leisure vehicle and then plan a holiday straight after they've taken delivery. The day, the day they pick it up. Yeah. My advice is don't do that. No. Really don't do that. Get the vehicle first. Yeah. And then also travel locally for the first few days because things do work a bit loose in the first few days. Yeah. Fortunately, it didn't for me, but they have done in the past. I would just say, yeah, keep the communication open with your dealer if they're not communicating with you. And don't book anything too soon and also understand the the manufacturers and the dealers are in a difficult position as well they're not doing this on purpose no absolutely not i talk to lots of dealers as a former dealer myself we, we sell motorhomes in in one of our businesses and the dealers will give you the information they have at that time and that changes the manufacturer will give them 
new information. That's probably happened three or four times for certain manufacturer brands this year. Yeah. And, and the dealers are constantly being updated on further delays, which, of course, they have to pass down the line to you, the consumer. So, yeah, bear in mind the dealer should be giving you honest information but it could change and that's not necessarily the dealer's fault is it no it's not necessarily the dealer's fault and i feel sorry if they're passing on messages and then they're getting grief from someone because as i say no one's doing this on purpose no, no one in this industry it's the first time in 20 years i've felt so much sympathy for the industry for the manufacturers and the dealers yes because they desperately want to supply people and you've got to remember too from even a business point of view if the dealers have nothing to sell how are they staying in business well we're seeing businesses starting to fold and yeah. we'll see more next year i think yeah and that is no that is not good for anybody no long really? established family brands i fear will start to disappear that is really sad and no one Very. wants that no one was that's good for nobody and the problem th these problems of course hail from the tiniest microchip at the start of the chain don't they they're not the manufacturers of the motorhomes it's the manufacturers of the chassis are having the problems the manufacturers of the components that go into the chassis this is a really deep supply chain issue here way above our pay grade oh it really is and i mean t to touch on the electric vehicle thing um i've got a kia ev6 and I've had one of my subscribers tell me that his local Kia dealer has a waiting list to go on the waiting list. Oh my goodness. So the, the waiting list is closed and now there is a waiting list to go on the waiting list when the waiting list finally opens up again. Well, let's do another session together and let's <laughs> lift that can of worm lid on electric motorhomes and camper vans. I've got so many questions on this. We could do that again, yes. Let's do it. I, maybe you can answer some of them for me. I, hopefully I can. I've seen a prototype electric camper van. I've seen a real electric camper van. There's, um, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, there is only one fully integrated electric camper van on the market at the moment in the Netherlands, which is called a Tonka, based on the Mercedes EQV. Yep. Yep. Based on the Mercedes EQV, it's about €120,000, does 320 kilometres. And when I say fully integrated, Matt, I mean that it has no LPG on board. So the heating, the cooker, everything runs off the main battery. It's only got one in electrical inlet, what we call a Type 2. And that is the only realistic fully integrated electric camper van I've seen now we've got a couple of manufacturers in the UK who are doing electric camper vans but they're putting still putting in LPG and the reason being is very hard to go below the floor with an electric camper van because of the battery yeah so Burstner made a prototype this year they showed it at Dusseldorf and they explained to me that it was a, a 4D transit and they explained to me that when they did this conversion, they actually removed the battery. I was going to say, they took the batteries out, didn't they? Took the battery out, did the conversion, put the battery back. And that is not an efficient way to no. do a van conversion. It was like a Bond film. It was like, cut the red wire or the yellow one. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You, you know, batteries are safe as long as they remain intact. Well, I've got so many questions about it. We've actually bought an electric van and we're having right. it converted to a camper right now. Wow. Uh, it's a Maxus E-Delivery 3. This yeah. is a secret, which we've slipped it now anyway. So we'll have that later this year, and we're going to go on holiday in it and see what can go wrong. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? So my question to you is, are you fitting LPG, or are you going to try and tap into the van's main electrics? We've got a gas hob. 
you've got a gas hob because I've had a few people uh, thinking of converting an electric van to my talks here and the one thing I've said to them if they're thinking of self-converting floor up that's the that's the mantra floor up don't think about going below the floor with anything and that's probably one of the downsides of an electric van so if you want to think about you know that puts out some of the underfloor heating system solutions some of the underfloor tank solutions no 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 you know you put your normal floor on top of the, the van floor and you do not go below that for absolutely anything because obviously if you damage the integrity of the battery you are in really bad yeah, news that's really absolutely. bad news well andrew it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast and congratulations again on the award we're so proud of you here at the moto map podcast i genuinely mean that thank you tell us again where people can find you online so my youtube channel is andrew j ditton but if you just type andrew ditton in the search box you'll come up with that uh instagram is the same andrew j ditton sadly because there's only me they are my two channels i've also got a couple of uh newsletters they're both on the Substack platform. One is called Streamlining and one is called Electric Touring. If you want to find out more information about what electric camper vans are coming or if you're thinking of towing with an electric vehicle or you know thinking about it, then that one is at electrictouring.substack.com. That is electrictouring.substack.com. Very good. One last question. We've asked everyone this that we've spoken to. What's the highlight of this show for you? Do you mean vehicles, experiences? Just a highlight, something you've seen, an experience I mean, for the you. Hi- the highlight for me was seeing a friend I haven't seen for 30 years. She came and found me here. So, Sarah, if you're listening, that was amazing. To see someone for the first time in 30 years was, ah, it was amazing. <laughs> Vehicle-wise, I'm hugely impressed with the Swift Voyager. Um, I'm hugely impressed with the Bursner Gallery. Um, I'd seen the Heim Adventure S in Dusseldorf, but it's, it's something else. So yeah, I think they're my main highlights vehicle-wise. Um, it's hard to think of one highlight. I just find the show is such a buzz. Yep. It's such a buzz. And I think, too, the other highlight is this is the first time we've been together at the October show for three years. Yeah. That is just a highlight in itself. It is very good to be back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. We do moan about it and say, oh, the highlight's 6 o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> but actually, it is lovely to be here. Listen, enjoy your laundry this afternoon. Thank you. And make sure you take out those two hours to go and enjoy the trees as well. I will, I will. Thank you, Matt. Cheers. Bless you, Andrew. See you soon. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com. Motorhome Matt.